This episode is brought to you by Left of Boom. We empower leaders to respond to crisis proactively and with confidence. We are facing a societal reset that will force us to adapt to a new normal. In this, the second series of Crisis Talks, I'm calling on business owners, risk professionals, safety professionals, entrepreneurs, politicians, government and emergency services, anyone with an idea out there that they want to share to come and join me on the podcast. We want to use this as an opportunity or a platform for people to share ideas how we can work together to get through this. It's time to mobilise our collective minds to combat this world pandemic. Welcome along to Crisis Talks. I put the word out earlier this week around seeking people, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, government organisations, any sort of entity, any person out there that has an idea that they want to share about how we can deal with this current coronavirus crisis. Um, and one of the first person, uh, one of the first people rather to reach out to me was Tim Tim Walmsley, who's an old friend from Army days, who who's got an amazing idea, which he's had in play now for about four years, and it's a business called Bench On. Uh, so, Tim, welcome along to Crisis Talks. Thanks, mate. It's been a long time, and, and thanks for having me. No, it's been way too long, and I think rather than me telling the story, I'll throw to you, mate. Tell us a story about the business and what do you do and, and what's the sort of solution it provides in these sort of difficult times? Yeah, so um, Bench On is the world's first business talent sharing platform and it is specifically designed for exactly what we're experiencing right now which is enormous peaks and troughs across the economy you know some industries are booming and some industries are falling through the floor and what that does is it displaces a whole lot of employees which throws the whole economy off 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 uh, off its center so what the platform is designed to do is those companies that have um, requirements for surge capacity or specialist support to support their projects, they put their requirements into the platform and then the platform will match them to all the companies in Australia that have that specialist skill set that can do the job when they need them at the rate they want. Um, the platform is designed to empower businesses to be able to work together by giving them uh, protections against competitors, conflict of interest, employee poaching, Everything's done under a non-disclosure agreement, you know, so companies can transact with, with, with businesses they've never met before and they can do it comfortably and securely and ensure that they're looking after their employees the best they can. So when you're seeing all these numbers like uh, 5,000 employees being stood down and things like that, what, what would your solution do for those 5,000 employees? So let's take uh, Qantas as a perfect example. They stood down 20,000 staff, um, you know, and, and, and they were put on, I, I believe they were all put on unpaid leave or they're taking their own leave during this period, but they've been stood yeah. down from work. Yeah, my um, sister-in-law is, my sister-in-law is one, of those, one of those people actually, mate. So this is, uh, this is a really good story. Yeah, so what we would do um, is those 20,000 staff would be offered the opportunity to create their own profile profile on a spanner on bench on um, and they would basically put in there these are our skill sets um, these are the type of these are the type of jobs that we would be interested in doing um, and then uh, our system would then link them to all of those other big corporates so you got Telstra looking for a thousand staff you got Woolworths looking for 20,000 you got Coles looking for 5,000 and 
it would match them to either um, unskilled, you know, labor positions, you know, like stocking shelves or, you know, being call centers or whatever, depending on, yeah. on what the person needs, depending on their situation. If they just need money to keep food on the table and keep their house going, then yeah. they can be matched to all of these unskilled, you know, labor positions or the system will match them based on their skill sets to the, to the um, jobs at other companies that suit their skill sets. You know, so yeah. if they're a project manager, they get linked to project management jobs. If they're a uh, software developer, then software development jobs and, and, you know, and so on. But what it would happen is, is that out of that 20,000, you know, it might not be that we, we, um, you know, contract out all of those 20,000. It might be 7,000 or 8,000. But then think about they're, they're working under Qantas's banner at these other companies for a set period of time, still getting paid by Qantas. So they keep right. their leave, they keep their tenure. They're still, they're still Qantas employees. They're just subcontracted to another business to do a task. Right. right. So, so uh, Qantas gets paid for the use of their staff. So there's revenue coming in, which helps Qantas stay afloat. They're still paying their staff the same way that they've always been paying it. And then at the end of that contract, when the surge period drops down, those employees still come back to Qantas and Qantas rebounds much faster. You know, they've got the staff there. They don't need to onboard new people. They don't need to go through massive recruitment drives. They've got a bulk of their staff already there and back to work. So what you're saying is that the all there's no need to change over staff. There's no need to sort of remove them, um, and then they have to go and be onboarded at a new company, for example, or or you'd have to go through that whole recruitment process as well to onboard and and retain, or, or sorry, attract new people that that might be in that sort of pool of people that need jobs. Mate, how is it that you're the only one in the world that's doing that? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like it's sounds like it's the most simple thing ever, but yeah, it's well, seems yeah. Like- I can tell you, I've I've thought long and hard about that, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those ones when I first came up with the idea back in 2016. Uh, I kept I kept thinking there must be roadblocks, there must be legislation roadblocks. There's something I don't know as to why this can't work, but yep. I couldn't understand why consulting industries like professional services yeah, they yeah. contract out their <clears throat> staff as, as a matter of course, like as, as doing business. Like so, why can't mm. everyone do that? Um, and I have a lot of people say this to me. They go, yeah, this is common sense. Like, why hasn't anyone done this before? And I think it's one of those things where it was just staring us all in the face. But we all just accepted peaks and troughs in industry as common business practice. You know, yeah. I, had, I, had, I had one guy who was a mentor of mine just said, peaks and troughs are, are the way things are in business. You know, we try to survive long enough through to, to get through the troughs to get back to the peaks. Sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you have to accept it, you know, get used to it. And then I was like, mm. well, why? Why do we get used to it? Why can't we just find a better way to handle it and manage yeah. it? And and that's that's what we've done. Um, now, mind you, it's taken it's taken probably three uh, three and a half years for us to perfect this platform and to uh, you know to to create a solution that works not only for global enterprises like big four consulting firms, yeah. but also for small businesses and startups. Um, mm. And that's what we've mm. got at the moment. We've got a we've got a platform that works for all. So what, um, and who's the sort of main sort of client base that you've been working with, mate, over the time? Uh, so up until the coronavirus uh, sort of hit us and, and, and this need sort of spread across all industries, um, our biggest industries were um, companies in defence industry. Yeah. Um, because defence has massive peaks and troughs. Uh, and right. Very of course, yeah, come off projects. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yep. Um, next was IT. 
because IT is all about contracting and bench staff and, and everything else. But then you start to go out to all of those, you know, those other contract based industries like mining, oil and gas, construction, yeah. telecommunications, rail. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, we've helped companies in aged care. We've helped companies, uh, we've helped marketing companies and digital agencies and HR consultancies. And right. um, it doesn't it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Your people have a skill set. Um, uh, or no, your people have a whole bunch of skill sets that that can be used that other people are looking to use. So, yep. you, you know, I, I have matched um, someone from a completely different industry with a completely different business model to a defense job because two jobs ago they used to be an army officer and they were a logistician. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, our, yeah. army never would have gone to that company, which was a which was a commercial business consulting firm in Townsville. They never would have gone to them to ask for for this type of person. But because our system maps it to a specific employee's skill sets, mm. um, we can find those those hidden gems no matter where they're hidden in the country. And how how much has the the remote working arrangements sort of supported the type of service that you provide? Yeah, well, again, up until probably the end of 2019, I would say 90% of the work was in person um, yeah, where okay. they needed yep. to be in location and 10% was remote. Yeah, um, We've now seen that in the last two weeks. That's now switched to about 60% remote work and about 40% in location. Wow, that's and mad. I, and yeah. and I, would, I, would, I would hazard, you know, hazard to say that by April, it'll be, you know, 99% is remote and 1% yeah. will be in location. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I this think is really this is this is really important, though, right? We need yeah. we need to be embracing this, and we need to be saying to businesses, you know, find whatever work you can get done remotely, and let's get it done. Bring it. Let's get it done. Yeah, yeah. And, and and put the work out there to keep the economy going. Because if it doesn't, we'll all stop, and we'll be in we'll be in a much bigger crisis than we are right now. Yeah, I think um, I think that's the challenge is that the the services haven't necessarily or the systems haven't necessarily supported the the businesses to enable a lot of that and and that's been driven by the fact they haven't wanted to invest in it. Now they've been forced to. It's forcing a lot of different innovation to occur yeah. in how they're going about thinking about the way they deliver. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and uh, we are certainly out there providing solutions to you know, the federal government and the state governments and, and yep. even the larger agencies to be able to to facilitate this on an unprecedented scale. So, I mean, this is always a challenge because I know dealing with those different sort of levels of, of government are always um, can always be challenging. There's a bit of duplication that does occur across them traditionally there. I mean, surely this is a solution, though, that could work across all of them together. Is that is that an option that you've been discussing or is it an option out there for you? Yeah. Well, so the way that our platform works is it's all linked by the bench on national network. So every company that is on bench on is linked through that national network, regardless of how you're using the platform. So mm. you can, you know, just by signing up to bench on you're linked to thousands of companies opportunities, as well as their talent across all geographical sectors and all industries. However, we, we, focus in on providing enterprise software that provides these large corporates with talent visibility, not, not only internal to their organization, but also throughout their networks and supply chains. Okay. So um, the, that's, that's what we're proposing is we, we build these um, bespoke portals, you know, at either the federal level or the state levels. Um, yeah. But every company that signs up to those portals is all linked nationally anyway. 
Um, yeah, so okay. it just depends on it just depends on what portal you're signing into, what dashboard you're seeing, you know, what what groups of companies you you want to interact with. So yeah. let's say, for example, if Queensland got a business and industry support portal through Benchon, um, mm-hmm. all Queensland companies could sign up to that Queensland portal, um, log their business, what their business specialises in, and start to put their employees and opportunities on, and that would automatically match. Um, they can allocate it to just Queensland inside that community. Yeah. Or they yep. can allocate it to the bench on national network and get it filled Australia wide. So it gives right. businesses, yeah, it gives businesses an opportunity to put their jobs or people into talent pools or areas that they want. And what is it just going through the roof for you then with this whole situation now, mate, or what's the story? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really slept much in the last week, which is amazing, you know, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but and thank God it's Friday. You know, tomorrow I'm going to be sleeping, and, and uh, yeah, that, that'll be good. But no, it really has taken off because um, people are realising that business talent sharing is something that is that is in desperate need right now. We had Senator Cormann coming out last week when when Connors first announced these massive um, the stand downs, mm-hmm. uh, saying you know we need to look at innovative ways to be able to to move staff across between industries and. Um, I think people came to the realization that this problem is now very real. It's no longer just this common business practice yeah. uh, and we need something to do it. And so what, what my biggest challenge is, has been to, how do I get out the, how do I get it out there that we've been doing this for four years? Well, like we mm. are special, specialists in business talent sharing and we can do this right now because mm. I des- I designed this to, to keep businesses afloat and to give Australians job stability. Uh, and so to achieve that mission, I need, I need more people to come on and, and, and collaboratively support each other. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, I guess, my biggest challenge at the moment. And so that's really what you, the, the call to action really is here is about jumping on board. I mean, what does it take for someone to get involved? Um, so I don't have the, the, the need at the moment, but for, for companies that, are, that were like, like what I used to have, um, how could they engage with you now? Yeah, well, my recommendation is any small to medium business um, can sign up through Benchon.com for free. It takes about yeah. five minutes. Um, okay. And then they can set up their company profile based on their capabilities and stuff. Um, it's, all, it's, it's free for them to join. Uh, and then they'll just get notified when contract opportunities come in that suit their business. Or um, if they've got jobs that they want to put on, they put those on for free. And the system will just notify them when there's matches to it. Um, what I would suggest for the corporates, the corporates that have thousands of jobs or thousands of employees, we are, we have set up a bulk staff, um, redistribution, um, service, which Mm. we are going into these large corporates and saying, okay, show us the staff that you're looking to to stand down. What are your essential skill sets? What are the ones that you have to keep? Uh, what are the ones that are less important? We, we develop a strategy for them and then plug them into the portal so that they can, um, uh, that they can fill those. And then vice versa, the companies that have the, the large bulk jobs come to us, give, you know, bring those jobs in, we'll input them into the system for you and we'll fill them all. Um, so yeah, they can reach out to us at any time on, uh, at info at benchon.com. Mate, it sounds like, um, to be honest, all I've been doing with a lot of clients over the last month or so, um, directly with the threat that's been coming to Australia is exactly that. You're looking at the, the critical functions that you need to maintain, the critical processes that support those, uh, the systems and people that enable those, and, and a lot of effort goes into, into planning around those. Unfortunately, that means that there's a lot of effort also that goes into, into removing the non-essential. So 
Mm. It sounds like this service does really enable true business continuity, which is which is uh, desperately needed in this uh, in this situation, mate. So, is it sort of pleasing for you? I mean, how do you feel? No, it's a bit like me. So I'm I'm sort of this is game time for me. This is yeah. I'm, yeah, a, I'm a crisis. Course, yeah. <laughs> I'm a crisis guy. I I, you know, I I work with clients on business continuity planning, risk management, all those sort of things. So this is sort of game time for me, which means that I've got to temper sometimes being up and about uh, and and working through a real situation to also recognizing obviously that there's a lot of pain and there's also a lot of uh, disruption and and clearly a, a lot more pressure on on people that are involved in these circumstances you know how do you feel you know knowing that you've got a solution out there that can solve a lot of these problems is it is it frustrating for you at the moment or is it is it liberating for you at the moment no you're you're ahead of that curve or what it's it's a bit bittersweet i mean yes in the sense that i um i'm now stoked that I think the majority of the market have come around to this idea. You know, I've spent four years trying to educate the market on this model. Um, and, and we've been making, you know, really good ground, you know, like by the end of last year, we were, we were supporting over a thousand companies yeah. um, and, and some really big companies, you know, we, we, um, we had uh, Hanoi Defence Australia who've just entered the, the Australian market. They're a $76 yeah. billion dollar Korean company. Um, yep. You know, they're now putting all their contracting through the platform, um, you know, so we've had some really big wins. We've got some really big names that, are, that have come around. But finally, I'm seeing a national surge in understanding. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the really exciting part. But the bittersweet part is um, I know how much pain there is out there at the moment. I, and I know how many business owners are stressing. I know how many people are losing their jobs. And, you know, I want to be able to support them and I want to be able to support all of them right now. And I just, yeah, that's the frustrating part is that, Mm. you know, if you, yeah, you've you've got the solution, how do I get it to you all? Um, And that's, uh, that's, I guess that's a, that's a challenge, but we're working through that and it's, and it's actually a really exciting time um, to, to see how far this solution can go. Now, um, I suppose, when you think back to real purpose behind business, this becomes a really poignant time for, for someone like you because I remember you sharing with me why why you set this up. So, you know, I'd love, I'd love for you to share with everyone else why, you know, why you, why you took the effort of going in and setting this business up to start with. Yeah, so um, I was working, when I jumped out of, of defence, um, I was working as a, the National Director of Strategy and BD for a, a US aerospace engineering firm. Um, they were an amazing firm doing, doing great things, uh, in, in the defense industry space. Uh, and during that time, I saw a situation where, um, there was a, there was a very specialist team that had been set up for a government contract. Um, they did the first year of the contract at the end of that first 12 months, the government came back and said, we love you. We're going to re-sign the contract. Um, but we're having some budgetary issues because the government just changed over. Um, we're just going to delay the pro, you know, the project for two months, but we'll come back to you as soon as we can. Uh, you know, and the business, the, the business just couldn't afford to keep that team sitting there with no revenue no. Coming in for two months. Yeah. You know, and so, so what do they do? You know, you've got to either find a two-month contract to fill the gap, or you've mm. got to stand down your staff and put them on unpaid leave. And you know, staff just can't take no pay for two months. They so they re- rightly went out and got new jobs. Um, you know, the Commonwealth then comes back and says, yep, we're ready to go. And, you know, let's get started again. And the company said, well, 
we just don't have those people anymore, you know? So yeah. um, it was a, it was a typical lose, lose, lose situation. Uh, yeah. And then two weeks later, I was well, what do you, what do you say? What do you say? Lose, lose, lose. Well, lose one, because the employees lost their job, you know, yeah. and their ability to provide for their family Two, the business lost a massive government contract that would have yeah. continued on for, for the years ahead. And three, the project was delayed by 18 months while they waited for another company to train up the people to do that job. Yep. You know, that, exactly. that's a lose, lose, lose if you ever heard one, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, spot on. You are yeah. spot on. So, so then I'm sitting inside a large organization sourcing department. I was trying to win a contract about two weeks later and um, one of their people slams the phone down and says, you know, the bloody government, I told them six weeks ago they were going to need two systems engineers and they said, no, you don't know what you're talking about. We've got it covered. And he goes, they've just rung me then and said, we've got a massive issue. We need two systems engineers by eight o'clock tomorrow. And he said, I don't just have a bench of engineers just sitting around twiddling their thumbs waiting for this <laughs> phone call. And, I, and, and that was where the light bulb hit. I was like, wow, I know where they are. They're sitting inside other companies, you know, being a drain on their finances on the bench or they're getting let go and fired. If I mm. just had a way to match up that sort of short term, short notice demand, to the companies that had these people sitting on the bench, then it would just smooth out these peaks and troughs. And so I, I ran out of there um, straight away, went home, wrote a business plan that night. Uh, yep. And that's how, that's how it all started. That was, um, that was December, 2015. Mate, what's the journey been like since then? It's been long, 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 long. <laughs> so, um, so it's been, yeah, about four years. Um, <sighs> Uh, my wife and I, we, we both quit our jobs, sold the house, put everything uh, we had into this business um, because yep. we believe in it, believe in it a hundred percent. It has been a lot of trial and error to, um, to, like I said, to make this system work for all size of companies across the country. Um, and it's taken time to get to that critical mass where you have mm. the supply and demand that matches up. Um, so, so there was a, in the early days, particularly a lot of slogging around trying to find the companies um, to match the opportunities and vice versa. Um, but we've now hit that point, like just even just coming into 2020, we hit that inflection point where um, the, the larger companies are picking up their portals through the platform. They're, they're yep. sending out all their contracts. They're inviting in all their suppliers. And we are just growing. Like at the moment, we're growing at a rate of about 50 companies a day. Um, wow. and, 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 and yeah, it's exciting cause it's, it's, we're finding it hard to keep up with that level of demand, but at the same time, it's, it's giving us that, um, you know, that scalable network effect where the where, more companies which, which are on there. Yeah. More companies are on there. The more opportunities there are, the more staff are available, uh, and the better it is for the economy overall. Mate, how, how do you think the, you know, your former career in the military sort of set you up for this sort of mode of operating now yeah I, I actually credit all of it uh to how the army trained me to think um how the army trained me to handle pressure uh and and plan out like um i i do contingency planning consistently um and <laughs> it's a hard habit to break <laughs> yeah as, as much as my staff hate it um yeah you know uh, i've I, 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 I try all times to have a contingency for every single scenario. Um, but you know, it's, it's, that's, that's the way we do it. I still, I, I plan this business using the military appreciation process that we learned, yeah. you know, and all I did, well, I'll tell you this, 
All I did. Did I, te- I, did I teach you that? Hang on. Did I teach you that? Yeah, I think I think you did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's some value there, at least. Anyway, that's good. <laughs> so, so, mate, this is your fault. It's your fault. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the was I ch- I changed um, environmental analysis to market analysis, and yeah. I changed enemy analysis to competitor analysis. Um, yep. And. I still war game out everything, you know, I come up with yeah. three solutions that are all feasible um, and achievable. And I then sustainable, I then, sustainable distinguishable, right. <laughs> distinguishable, FASD, yeah. Yeah, FASD, <laughs> yeah. And then I would sit there with my staff and I would go through the plans and they would red team it, you know, and they'd say, yeah. well, what happens if this happens? And I'd yeah. go, all right, and we'd change it. And that's how, that's how we got the business going and that's how we, we do mm. our planning. And actually at this time, that's exactly what we're doing when, you know, when we were reached out to by these large companies that have thousands of staff, we went into the war room and we, yeah. we, we went straight into military appreciation and go, okay, this is the situation. This is what they've got. This is what we've got. How are we going to do this? Um, awesome. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I love it. And uh, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the military, but um, it's, it helps me particularly in those times where we haven't had sleep. You're going on mm. for 23 hours. There is, there is urgent things happening at all times. And I just have yeah. flashbacks to, you know, being in the headquarters in Iraq or being, yeah. being out in the field in Afghanistan and, and just having that intense pressure. And then how do yep. you, how do you think clearly and act through that? And that's that's sort of how we're taking it at the moment. Well, mate, I think there's some uh, some more uncertain times ahead, but it sounds like a, a ripping idea and, a, and an amazing solution, mate. So all credit to you for what you've done to get to this point. Let's hope and uh, <laughs> look forward to seeing how this does work through uh, to support industry, mate. We, we, I think we need these sort of things now. We need these ideas now to really get us through this really yeah. difficult time, mate. So, So, Tim... Really well done, mate. It's great to hear from you and it's great to see your story working through. Yeah, thanks, mate. And thanks for uh, helping getting the word out. It's really important at this time. And, and, and truly, if any of your listeners are in trouble, give us a call. We all, we're all humans uh, and we all understand the pain you're going through. So just, just tell us how we can help. Mate, that's gold. And look, I think it's, it's important to note here, I'm, none of this is getting paid for, guys. So, you know, Tim, Tim's just reached out to us the other day. It's an amazing solution. Um, I'm not sponsoring. None of that's a business through the, through the podcast. So if you really need to get some help for how you're going to support your own workforce or put other people in jobs throughout this difficult time, then reach out to Tim at Bench On and make sure you get him on board. Yeah. No, thanks, mate. Appreciate it.